Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clockwork Cantina, episode 132. I am one of your hosts, Josh902, and this is the other host of this show. The other host of this show is currently muted. <laughs> what's going on, everybody? Hello, what's going on? Hello, hello, hello. Hi, guys. How you doing out there today, boys and girls? We've got an awesome show for you today. We will be talking about our favorite gaming companions in the second half of the show once we go through the usual news, movie news, game news, television news, not necessarily in that order because we usually start with the gaming news, but I said movie news first for some reason. Hope you're all doing well out there. We do have some things to talk about, but we're going to do what we always do when we start up the show and talk about the things that we have been up to the past week. DT3, what have you been up to the past week? Let us let let our friends know what you've been doing, streaming, playing, watching. Oh, we're going we're going right into it. Okay. Uh so for the past week, uh uh so the most recent season of Fortnite just ended and the new one started yesterday, so I've been playing a bit of that. Uh I've been continuing to play Elden Ring on stream. Uh played a little bit of Rogue Company off stream. I've been getting more into that game again. Uh, I also tried out, uh, this game called Turbo Golf Racing, uh, which is kind of like Rocket League, but instead of being, you know, soccer or football, it's, uh, you know, golf and it's like not team. It's like individual, everybody, you know, races to put their ball. Uh, it's 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 something it's it's interesting um what else we got here uh the wa watch the the last episode of she-hulk of course been keeping up with that been keeping up with harley quinn watched the season three episode 10 the most recent one i watched the most recent episode of uh the rings of power and house of the dragon last night great episode of the house of just house of the dragon last night wow it was it was it was it was something that it was really good, but yeah, just been keeping up with that stuff. Haven't really been watching movies. I want to get back to doing that, but uh, yeah, I haven't uh, haven't really watched and I didn't watch any this past week, unfortunately. Um, it's like sometimes it's like man, you think you have more time than you actually have, and you just you just lose it. And you're like, man, I was I was trying to do this and that, and it just like I couldn't do any of it. So yeah, um, I got you. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's kind of been pretty much what I've been uh, what I've been up to. I'm I'm ready to go uh, go hard on it again. On well, not like super hard, not like last season with Fortnite, but like I'm you know starting off the new season. It's you know I like to you know play a, a little bit. I know there's gonna be a bunch of us playing some of that, so I'm I'm looking forward to that as well. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's been what I've been up to the most part last week. All right. By the way, guys, I've adjusted some audio levels and, and was messing around with OBS a bit. So if you anything is abnormal, if we're too quiet, for example, let me know. I'll turn us back up and stuff like that. Just messing around with some settings while we were sitting here doing things. Uh, but we should be okay. I think we are. Um, all right. For me, I have been up to some things for the past week. I finished season one of Mrs. Maisel. And I've watched hey, episodes hey. one through eight of season two, and I am liking that show. I'm glad I started watching it. And the only reason oh, I haven't yeah. watched more is because I've just been really busy this past week. So uh, I'm definitely I, uh, I'm definitely enjoying it, and I'm going to keep watching it. 
Um, uh, DT, was the recent season the last season for this show? Or do they have more coming? No, they're doing more, but it's the most recent okay. one. Gotcha. But yeah, I wasn't they're, sure. They're doing more. I wasn't sure. I, I meant to ask you, and I, I couldn't remember because my brain yeah, is no, they're doing more. jelly all the time. Um, watch, I watched She-Hulk. I'm still having fun with that. Rings of Power. Uh, I actually feel more invested after this most recent episode, so that's good. Um, House of the Dragon continues to be good. Watch the newest episode for that. I started playing The Division 2 a bit. Um, uh, I've had the game forever, and I played the original Division quite a bit. And I was like, you know what? I've had this game forever. I got it. I, th- I don't know if I got it for free or if I bought it really cheap. I got it somehow, and I know I didn't pay a lot for it, so... Um, I, I hopped into that and I've been playing it and having a good time. Just like we're, we're chilling in voice chat. Not a lot going on. We're not really playing group games or the group games are full. I'll hop in the division two and just run around and then shoot some bad guys and level up a bit. Um, and I'm sure maybe somebody, uh, some others of our group may hop in there at some point in the division two, maybe, um, played a little bit of Fortnite. new season it was fun last night. Uh, hopped in for like three or four games with DT and, some of our other friends, and uh, we got a win. So it was like, oh, hell yeah, we did it. We were doing badass. So, uh, oh, yeah. I always joke that I'm, I'm bad at the game, and then I get in the game, and I'm just dropping bodies left and right. And it's so shocking to me that it happens. <laughs> I'm like, I killed a guy. Yes. I don't suck completely at shooters all the time. Um, uh, but, yeah, it's been fun. Um, and weight loss update. Guys, remember the past two weeks that I had stalled? Well, guess what? The stall is over. I lost six pounds on this last weigh-in, which is a, f- a chunk to lose in a week. Um, but yeah, that's the weight loss update. I've lost six more pounds. We have lost 16 pounds total uh, since we started on August the... I think I started... I didn't monitor weight when I first started dieting because when you do keto, you lose water weight. And I didn't want to count that in my weight loss. So I uh, I started weighing, I think, on August the 8th. And since August the 8th, we've lost 16 pounds, which is pretty fucking good. Oh, yeah, dude. That's good stuff, dude. And I was sitting yeah. here looking in the camera and I was like, you know what? I can see more of my face and a little bit less of the fat. I was like, there you it's go, weird. Man. And it's like, I don't know if it's because I'm letting the hair grow out. Or I'm letting the beard kind of run wild or whatever the fuck. But, um, yeah, I was just like, I don't recognize that person as well as I did. Um, which is kind of funny. And kind of cool. Um, uh, so, yeah, we just kind of hopped in uh, without even really talking from the beginning. I was just like, I was just moving along. Is DT, is there anything you want to talk about before we get into the the news or, or anything like that? Or you just want to hop right on in? No, I mean, I guess we should just go into the news. Let's do it. All right, let's hit the news then, DT. We got gaming news. Let me put up the text change. There it is. All right. What do we have first, my friend? So the first thing we have is... So so first of all, we had two, like, gaming, like... Uh, so we had, we had a Nintendo Direct and a PlayStation State of Play. So both of those... Talked about a bunch of different games. And we're going to talk about the Nintendo Direct first, because that one happened first, and then we'll do the PlayStation State of Play. But, um, yeah, so we had a, we had a uh, Nintendo Direct on Tuesday. 
of last week. And they finally announced the title of the Breath of the Wild sequel, and it is called The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and it's coming May 12th, 2023. They also showed a brief little trailer. So let's go ahead and throw this up here, Josh, so we can Sure, I got her out. up. All right. As soon as Twitch let's updates. play on three, two, one, go. Stick around. I, I have uh, Breath of the Wild, never played it yet. So. Oh man, Breath of the Wild's so good. I know. I need to play it. Along with a billion other things. <laughs> yeah. Some big doors to push open, man. <laughs> All right. Hey, we're jumping. The Legend of Zelda. Tears of the Kingdom. That's pretty cool, man. You there know, it is. Finally, dude. I know we talked about it last week uh, about what they might show at this because I think we knew it was coming, right? And, yeah, yeah, um, uh, I, I It happened so early in the week that I forgot that it happened last week. It feels like it happened the week before. <laughs> and, then, and I was like, when I looked at the news, I was like, oh, right. All of this stuff happened. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's cool for the, the Legend of Zelda fans. Um, I'm going to play Breath of the Wild at some point. Um, and I'm sure I will maybe understand more of what's going on. Um, but yeah, that, that, that looked cool. That's awesome for those fans that are enjoying and, and have been waiting for some news on that. You didn't just get a title drop, you got a date drop, which is fucking awesome. Yeah, for real. So last week when we were talking about you know what we could maybe hope to see or whatever i was like i hope we at least get the title and we did get that so finally man about damn time i'm so glad that finally we got a damn title because man i was sick of calling this game the sequel to breath of the wild like we gotta we gotta give it a fucking name so there it is tears of the kingdom and yeah like you said also a release date which is very cool that's uh, maze like not not too far off man like that's you know it's still obviously a bit of a ways away but like you know Compared to other games, or you know, when maybe we thought this was coming out, it's not that not, not that far away. No, not really. Um, so yeah, that's 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 awesome. Finally, man, it's good. And I and I, and I love Breath of the Wild. I, I I played it. I streamed it. You can go check out my playthrough on my YouTube. It's there. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to checking this out when I get the chance. You know, it's gonna be gonna be good good old fun. I think. Hell yeah. All right. So moving on to the next thing that they announced or talked about here is here's something up Josh's alley. We got some Fire Emblem Engage is what it's called. And uh, we have also a trailer for this. This one is expected to come out even sooner. 
mm-hmm. on January 20th. So let's check out the trailer for <laughs> I think, Fire um, Emblem Engaged. I think last week when we were talking about things, I was like, ah, I would like to hear about a new Fire Emblem, but since they're talking about what's coming out, we're probably not going to see it. And here it is. It's so funny that it happened. Yep. So, so here you go. Three, two, one, go. We live on the continent of Elios. Elios. Surrounding a holy land at its center. A thousand years ago, our lands endured a vicious war with the fell dragon. Yes. We called dragon thing. heroes from other worlds to aid us. Heroes known as emblems. With them, the warriors of our nations fought as one. In the end, we were victorious in defeating and imprisoning the fell dragon. He just bopped it on its in head. In the years since, our world has been safe. But now, I sense a resurrection. The binding weakens. The dragon turned into a man. Count Strahd. From D&D. Getting a look at all the characters that I'm... Some will be romance options, I'm sure. Because <laughs> there's always a romance. Hey, I know that guy, Marth. Let's go. Yeah. You're awake. Huh? You're really awake, yeah? You're really years. awake, yeah? That's how long I've been asleep. What are those horrible things? thousand years? Homie's like the Avatar. If I may. Right. You are a divine dragon. Except even longer. A member of a royal family of dragons revered as deities. The war. The fell dragon. I feel like I can almost remember. But... I've had my eye on you. The ring. Marth, right. Hell yeah. Sigurd, leave it to me. Hey. It is rather quiet, I know, but it will liven up as we gain allies. <laughs> the time has come. Now, as one emblem, engage! One strike will decide it all. Please grant me your strength. She asked me to gather all of the rings and bring peace back to Elios. Gather the rings. Man, this Lord of the Rings game looks weird. <laughs> right? This Lord of the Rings Fire Emblem crossover, man. What the hell? Uh, you gotta find no. all the rings. We get a fellowship. That, man. <laughs> that, that looks cool. Like, um, So this is stuff that leaked months ago i don't know if we talked about it on the news but i saw the screenshots and things and was like hey, when are we gonna get an announcement for this um so here we are now getting announcements for it and the reason i know it was well, the leaks were successful i mean we're real is that character's main hair looks 
fucking weird. It's red and blue. I was uh, I was looking the whole time. I'm like, who's this male Harley Quinn going around here, man? Like he's got the the red and blue going on. He's rocking Joy-Con like, colors. What? He's got Joy-Con Honestly, colored oh, yeah. hair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's true. My a couple of my favorite nicknames for the main character, which you can be male or female. In the trailer, they show the mostly male. Um, is uh, um, there's two two of them I've seen that make me laugh, and one of them is tooth toothpaste John, which obviously cracks me the fuck up. Toothpaste John, wow. But but my favorite is Colgate Coon. Like I, <laughs> that is totally <laughs> what what I'm gonna call the main character. Um. Oh. Man, Colgate uh, Coon, that's fucking hilarious. So it looks, I'll admit, that, <laughs> well, oh, the thing is, fuck, is like the hair colors in Fire Emblem for the main character are always weird and they always change. There's always like a special power up, I feel like, that ends up changing the hair um, somewhat. So uh, I love Fire Emblem, so obviously I'm going to play this. I bought a Switch just so I could play like the three houses and I love Fire Emblem three houses. It's so good. Um, so I'm actually really looking forward to this. I look forward to using my Switch again for the first time in a while because I haven't messed with it in many moons now. Um, yeah. It's really cool that you'll be able to summon heroes from the older games. Uh, I haven't played a lot of those older games. The only reason I know who Marth is is because of Smash Bros. and, and, and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. So, and so I probably wouldn't even recognize some of the other characters. I really hope that they do Dude, characters. Dude, where's Roy at, man? Come on. I really hope they do characters from some of the more recent games, like like uh, Crom and 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 some of the others uh, of the ones that I've played. So um, I'm really looking forward to this. And honestly, wasn't expecting a trailer uh, for Fire Emblem. Like I said last week, I was like, I, w- I want to hear about the Fire Emblem, but we probably won't see it. They gave us a three minute trailer, and this comes out January twentieth of twenty twenty three. That is so soon. Um, yeah, January thirtieth. So I'm really looking forward to it. DT, have the Fire Emblems ever called to you, my friend? Um, I haven't played too many of them. I know I played one back on the GameCube, I want to say. I forget which one that one was called, though. But, I mean, I haven't really dabbled to them too much. Um, Yeah, I, I, I know mainly some of the characters from, like, you know, Smash Brothers and stuff. So, that's, like primarily where i know them from but i did like i said i did play one of them i think on the gamecube or something back in the day but yeah i haven't really played i definitely haven't played any of the newer ones for sure i got you all right uh what is next my friend in the rest of this uh nintendo direct they also announced that it takes two is coming to the switch on november 4th uh fatal frame mask of the lunar eclipse which is a, a remake of the Wii game. It's coming to the Nintendo Switch later next year. And then they talked about uh, how a new hero is coming for to Wave 3 for the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 expansion pass, and along with more heroes coming as well. Uh, Wave 2 is coming in October 13th, so less than a month away from now. Uh, there's going to be a fitness boxing game called Fist of the North Star coming on March 2023. Uh, they also said that Tunic, the, you know, puzzle adventure game is that released earlier this year is coming to the Switch on September 27th. So next week, uh, Front Mission, 
Uh, a lot of the remakes of Front Mission are coming to the Switch. Uh, so the first one is coming in November, Front Mission 2 in 2023, and Front Mission 3 sometime in the future. Uh, Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life, originally a GameCube game, uh, is coming to the Switch uh, in summer of next year, 2023. Um, Splatoon 3 recently came out, and they are talking about some stuff that's coming up for that, like Splatfest, uh, going from September 23rd to the 25th, where you can choose a team. Uh, and then they also said that many free updates are coming for the game in the future. Uh, we have a trailer also for Octopath Traveler 2. Square Enix's Octopath Traveler is getting a sequel. With eight new travelers to round out your party. It will be released on February 24th, 2023, if you want to throw that up. Yeah, let's check it out. So let's check it out, Octopath Traveler 2. I have not played the first game. I haven't But either. I remember thinking it looked pretty cool and you know, hearing good things about it. So uh, let's play in three, two, one, go. Oh, give me that pixel art. I love it. It always looks this. I love the art style of these games. Mm -hmm. Love them. Introducing a brand new game in the Octopath Traveler series. Eight new travelers embark on a journey through the land of Celestia. With that, Celestia. The warrior Hikari. I'm going to become a star. The dancer Agnia. Just like Mama. I'm hitting the road. The merchant Partitio. The man who took everything. The scholar Oswald. Die by my hand. Not again. The thief Throne. The stench of blood. <laughs> the cleric Temenos. Leave the hunting to me. The hunter Oshete or Oshetti. The apothecary Casti. Explore a wide world. A new era in a vast world. Each traveler's path action differs between day and night. Our Lord knows well the ways of Oh man, you can bribe these them, these people as kind of neat. What's that big round? Let's go tell us. And what adventures await them in this new world? I think I found a source. The eight travelers each have their own story to tell. Where will their journeys lead them? And you. Octopath Traveler 2 launches on Nintendo Switch February 24, 2023. That looks kind of cool. Yeah, I'm actually super into that. Yeah, that looks, that looks, that looks very neat. Yeah, I didn't realize the first game came out in 2018. That's been a while. It makes sense. Next one's coming yep. out. Yep. You know, I'll probably, uh, I think it's on Steam now. I'll pick that up and check it out uh, at some point, I think, to get the first ready. one? Huh. Second one. Yeah, the, the, the first one. Um, Let's see. Oh, yeah, it is. Huh. Oh, and then Maybe. guess what? The second one looks like it's going to be on Steam, too. Oh, look at that. Because I just, uh, I was looking for the first one, and then the second one also popped up. So you can get both of them on Steam. Fuck, oh. yeah. All right, that looked cool. 
let's see what else we got here. So there's another uh here we have a trailer for Fae Farm, a fairy tale farmstead game with local and online multiplayer. Uh which looks a lot like Animal Crossing, they say, which probably also is gonna have some Stardew mix in that. So let's check this out. Coming to Nintendo Switch in spring of 2023. Let's play in three, two, one. It's a butterfly. My dear friend, I seem to have found myself in the most Man, enchanting of places. Do the extra flip on that. Azoria is everything I'd hoped it would be. A simple life where I can care for the land. In a beautiful world. The place to belong. Every day I explore something new. So this definitely There's already so seems do. like the type of game for people who love Animal Crossing and Stardew. Luckily, and those types of games, like and this seems to just like right up that alley. I can see it now. The more we try, the more we'll discover. The more we build, the more we'll grow. There's a certain kind of magic to it. The way things all come together. That brings me to Azoria's best kept secret. There is real magic here. Fae magic that you must see to believe. Who knows what secrets are waiting just beyond our realm? Of course, every adventure has its dangers, but we'll face those together. That's why I'm writing to you. If you ever feel that longing for something more, know that it's waiting for you mm. here. And so am I. Hope to see you soon. Fay Farm. Okay. Looks pretty fun. Cool. Phoenix Labs. They, weren't they the ones that made uh that other game I wanted to play? Fucking uh uh why am I blanking out on it? It was like originally an epic game and then it came to Steam. Like a year. Uh, I'm blanking on the name, but but anyway, I think it's they think they did that one too. Um on their website they have just Fay Farm and Dauntless. I don't know oh, shit. if Maybe there's anything else. Not them? Huh, I thought it was them. Okay, well never mind. Alright, we can move on. Um Final Fantasy. Uh Theat Rhythm Theat Rhythm Final Final bar line. If you got a uh, title that that's hard to say, you've got a bag. You guys should. You, that's bad. You should game, game makers. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a weird title, but but there's 385 songs in the, it's a rhythm game. There's 385 songs in this game, which will be released on February 16th. Uh, near Octopath Traveler and uh. Live a live a live or live alive, live alive. I don't know. We'll also get songs in the game. So there's a trailer for that. Uh, we can throw it up, I suppose. See what the hell. I mean, it's a rhythm game, so kind of. Yeah, let me open it. Know what to expect there, but we'll, we'll still throw it up anyway. Um, I am ready. All right, three, two, one, go. It's a Moogle. 
Years of Guitar Hero has trained you for this. Right? And I like how they show them fighting, but you won't be able to watch them fighting. <laughs> because yeah, you're right? watching the buttons. Because you'd be too busy trying to fucking pay attention, <laughs> yeah. The music's so good, though. I love the music from Final Fantasy. Super Animu. Animu. Oh, there you go, near. Other Square Enix games are gonna get songs in here too. That's kind of neat. Yeah. There you go, Octopath Traveler, dude. Chrono Trigger. Legends of Mana, or Mana, however you prefer to say it. I'm getting anxiety watching this. <laughs> well, we don't have to watch all of it. We can stop here. We, we <laughs> no, uh... I, I just meant that watching all the colors. And the, I'm like, no, I need to. Good, but... My brain's like, hit them, hit them now, do it right. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it's fine. Like, we, you know, it's it, we we we, we kind of get the gist of what the game is anyway. We, it, it's fine, you know. Wow, uh, this goes on for another it minute. Does. And a half. It does. That's why I'm like, we can we can just stop there. Uh, okay. But there you go. You get you get the you, you guys get it. It's it's a Square Enix Final Fantasy rhythm game uh, that'll have DLC from other games and whatnot. I mean, it's cool if you're into that kind of stuff. Um. Uh, what else did they talk about? Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope is coming in October. Uh, ahead of that, they are going to be showcasing how exploration works. And Rune Factory 3 special is coming to Nintendo Switch next year. Uh, Rune Factory series and a new game in the series is expected in the future. Rune Factory 5 was released earlier this year. Uh, they also announced some of the other Nintendo 64 games that are going to be coming to Switch Online. The first three are coming this year. With the rest uh, launching in 2023. They also said that GoldenEye 007 is coming soon to the Switch uh, Online expansion pack with online multiplayer. Uh, a couple of the games they, they talked about here was Various Daylife, an RPG uh, who was worked on developer, who was worked on by developers who designed uh, or worked on uh, Octopath Traveler. And a Bravely Default coming to the Switch. Uh, Factorio, 
uh, coming to the Switch on October 20, 28th. IB, a 2D exploration game by PlaySim, where a girl gets sucked into a mysterious world coming into uh, the Switch spring of next year as a remake to the 2012 classic Japanese game, which is already out on other platforms. Uh, and then we have a couple of updates on a couple of, or several of the Mario games, like uh, Mario Strikers Battle League, uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and Mario or, or Nintendo Switch Sports. Um, there's a free update coming for Strikers that will include Pauline and Diddy Kong, plus new stadium gear, or no, plus a new stadium and gear coming this month. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, there's going to be two new courses coming in with Wave 3 of the, uh, uh, you know, the game for the, for the course pass. Um, you're getting Mario Kart Tour and Peach Gardens from the Mario Kart S. They will be released sometime this year. Nintendo Switch Sports Golf is coming with online play, allowing for up to eight players, originally slated for the fall. Uh, the update is now planned for holiday of, of this year. Uh, they announced Pikmin 4, which is the next game of the mainline uh, or the next mainline game in the franchise coming next year. No gameplay was shown, but uh, Miyamoto did say that the Switch makes controlling the tiny Pikmin simpler. Uh, they showed off some Just Dance 2023, which is coming in November 22nd. Harvestella, which is another farming sim game, uh, which where you battle. Uh, where you combat monsters is coming on November 4th. A demo is available in the eShop now. They have a trailer for that if you want to throw that up. Yeah, let's turn um, it So we can see what that game is about. So this one's called Harvestella. Two minute long trailer. Let's see what this game is. Three, two, one. Play. Fantasy violence language. The planet of four giant crystals called Seas Light. Seas Light controls the four seasons and bestows its blessings upon all living things. In your life here, amongst the lush nature of Lethe Village, you till the land, raise crops, and live alongside the bounty of the seasons. And yet, at each turn of the season it comes, withering all life in its wake, quietus. Set out on a journey with your friends to uncover the mysteries of quietus. The road ahead will lead to all kinds of adventure and new encounters and, eventually, the very truth of the world itself. This is intense for a farming game. Right? Lost souls find repose. I'm coming to help. Humanity, all you have to do is... This is definitely the most intense farming sim, for sure. Now it's my turn. We're both just humans. I don't know what you think, but I feel calm around you for some reason. I really like that about you. This is the story of those who live alongside the seasons of life and death. Harvestella. 
Damn. That's, that really that's, does feel like very... Final Fantasy decided to farm, you know? <laughs> like... Yeah, it's very <laughs> intense for a farming. I mean, it's Square Enix also, so, you know. There you go. Makes makes sense, right? I was not expecting that when we were like, let's check out this trailer. Fucking yeah, intense I, music, combat. <laughs> I was not expecting it at all. Same. That damn. Well, anyway, that's Harvestella coming out November 4th. You can play the demo on the eShop. So... Um, they also showed more of Bayonetta 3, uh, alongside some, uh, previously known characters like Luca and Jean and the new ally Viola. This game is launching on October 28th. Uh, Rain Code, investigate a city of perpetual rain and rain code coming spring 2023. They also announced that Resident Evil Village is coming to the Switch via cloud on October 28th. And that there's a demo you can play now with DLC coming on December 2nd. Uh, Resident Evil Biohazard, Resident Evil 2, and Resident Evil 3 are coming to the Switch via the cloud later this year, too. The Kung Fu game Sifu will be released on the Switch on November 8th. Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion is launching on December 23rd, or December 13th, rather. And Radiant Silver Gun, the classic shoot 'em up game, will be released on the Switch. Uh, was actually probably already released now. Uh, Endless Dungeon will be releasing on the Switch next year. Tales of Symphonia remastered, coming to the Switch early next year. The Life is Strange Arcadia Bay Collection, which will be combining Life is Strange remastered, Life is Strange Before the Storm into one bundle, will be coming on the Switch on September twenty seventh. Uh, Romancing Saga Minstrel Song Remastered is coming on the Switch on December 1st. Lego's Brick Tales is coming to the fall on Nintendo Switch. Disney Speedstorm uh, is coming this year. Fall Guys Season 2 will be beginning, will be starting on September 15th, which is already happening. Started, uh, you know, last Thursday. Uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. be coming back with four player local co op on February 24th, 2023. And there you have it. That is the Nintendo Direct. So, out of all of this, Josh, I think I already know what you're looking forward to the most, but let everybody else know, like, what or, or you know, or what are some other things, if, if or if any, that, that interested you? Um, well, me and Colgate Coon are gonna beat him up in Fire Emblem Engage. Obviously, yep. honestly, The Legend of Zelda looks cool, so I need to play Breath of the Wild, and I want to check it. I want to check that one out when it comes out. Um, yeah. Octopath Traveler Two looks interesting to me. Um, actually, Fae Farm looked pretty neat. Um, yeah, and Fae Farm uh, uh, Pikmin. I am actually a big Pikmin fan, so Pikmin Four coming is really cool. Uh, and honestly. Harvestella kind of got me with that that intense tra- uh, trailer, so I'm kind of hey, interested in go. that now, to be honest with so, you. Yeah, uh, so Josh is into intense farming, man. There you go. I was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting it, so I was like, "This is pretty dope." The music was great, though. <laughs> that trailer, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I kind of want to check this out. <laughs> yeah, no, like, what the hell? Like, wait a minute, what what game are we watching here? How about you, DT? What what on this list? Uh, so for me, you? 
obviously the number one thing is gonna be Tears of the Kingdom, Legend of Zelda. You know, that is number one. And then beyond that, um, even though it's not really my kind of game, I love the way it looks though. It's fucking Octopath Traveler two. That looks like really really cool. Um, I love mm-hmm. the art style and then just the look of it and everything with the pixel characters and uh, you can get to control like eight people and you know each kind of you know have their own story to tell and all that that looked cool um fay farm looked pretty neat uh the the stuff for mario strikers battle league is gonna be cool i still don't have that game i want to get it at some point but i I do want to try that out nintendo switch sports is another one i'd like to try it at some point um yeah that's that's pretty much like what i'm looking forward to there's a couple other things here that i i mean they look kind of cool but i'm like i'm i'm not gonna play them so you know yeah um um yeah that's i mean even honestly even the rhythm the final fantasy rhythm game like the music i think like music is cool and like you know mm-hmm. i think that's neat but i just i'm just don't i don't really play rhythm games myself you know yeah um one thing i was gonna say is uh, i feel like the switch and i'm not saying this to sound shitty or anything is like it feels like the Switch's hardware is a little old now. So when I see games, uh, like a lot of what we looked at here was like simple, right? Like the Fire Emblem thing, that's simple. Yeah. Like it just feels like it's kind of getting to the point where they're like, we need a Switch 2 or something like that with that's more powerful so we can get like some more powerful, a little bit better looking games. Like I feel like we're kind of reaching that point a little bit personally. Um I, I've definitely been feeling it when I see trailers for the new Pokemon. I definitely felt it at one point in the Fire Emblem Engage trailer, where it was like, ooh, that does not look that great. Um, so I'm starting to feel kind of like, uh, it may be time for uh, a new Switch, a little bit more powerful Switch, um, personally. And I was just going to throw that in at the end here, after we talked about all the cool games and stuff. But yeah, it's kind of how I'm feeling about the Switch right now. Gotcha. All right, DT. All right. Well, we have another uh, thing to cover, which is going to be the uh, PlayStation State of Play. So if you're ready to move on over to that, Josh, we I, sh- go I ahead sure am. Do that, my friend. So here we go. I uh, I did not watch this. So a lot of this stuff, either. much much like the Nintendo thing we just watched, is going to be new to me because I kind of just like waited on it. Same for today so we're gonna be checking that out so here we go everything announced at the uh state state of play so the first thing we have here is tekken 8 has been announced it had a little trailer here which we're gonna check out now we sure Uh, are minute 52 let's check it out three two one go Man, I haven't played 
fucking Daniel Uso got jacked, dude. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> fighting games have such badass music. That is because they want to get they gotta get that adrenaline going now. The testosterone. Second A. <laughs> Stay tuned. <PS5. laughs> Stay tuned. That's this pretty cool. Because like, because most most things will be like you know this year they're coming out later this year or whatever and this is just like stay tuned guys yeah. <laughs> that's, i don't know why i don't know why it's funny to me but it's just no it's... you're right that's pretty funny um, anyway so tekken 8 man what do you think i haven't played a tekken game in ages like we've talked about how we're not really fighting game guys but i'm yeah. interested in the new street fighter um and i I might check out Tekken 8. I mean, that tr that little that little bit of a trailer there was pretty dope. You know, it kind of got me into it a bit. Don't know anything about Tekken story or any of that shit. And that, there's obviously some of that in this trailer. And I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. I'm just going to watch these two muscle-out dudes beat the shit out of each other. Because I'm into martial arts yeah. right now because Cobra Kai ended. <laughs> so it's like, um, <laughs> hell yeah. Like, it looks cool. It looks neat. Yeah, points for the for the the trailer being cool and having cool music Hell yeah. awesome yeah i i i don't think i've played a Tekken game since like ps1 or ps2 era so it's been a long time been a minute. um but uh yeah so you can tell i'm not really like super into these games but um no i mean that looks looks, looks fine I, yeah i don't know i don't know what the hell's going on story or anything like that so i don't know i mean the, the trailer was fine though yeah just dudes beating the shit out of each other. I mean, that's cool. Uh, moving on, we have a couple of VR games that they uh, talked about next. Uh, one of them is uh, PlayStation VR Two, or these are coming. Yeah, these are coming for the PlayStation VR Two. Uh, Star Wars: Tales of the Galaxy's Edge Enhanced Edition. Uh, so coming next year. Let's check it out. Just a minute long, so not super long. Three, two, one, play. The story I was telling. Whenever I see stuff like this, it makes me want to have a VR. But then I'm like, but it's like, well, you know, I don't have VR, so. Can't get too excited about it, but like every time I see something like this, I'm like, man, it would be nice to just. Like, I don't even want to be. I just want to try it out, you know. Like it'd be cool just to play it. Yeah. The locals can be a little rough on tourists, but uh, it's nothing you can't handle. The first order on Batu. Surely we can count on you now. Come hero. Look at my boy Hondo. Hondo. My friend, my friend. 
in development for PSVR 2 next year. All right. Cool. Yeah, so for me, again, I love Star Wars. Uh, and every time I see that, I'm like, man, it'd be nice to have VR just to try it out. But I don't have a VR, so I can't get too excited about it. I just, I typically, whenever stuff like this, I just watch somebody else play it. So right. that's probably what I'm going to do. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, cool, I mean, but man, know. when you... <laughs> When you're at a PC, right, and you got headphones like this, and it's like, it's just, <laughs> it doesn't fit with the headset and everything, and it's, you need, like, the little, the ear ones. It's kind of a hassle a bit with the, at least with the PC version. I don't know how the new PS VR will be, but, and I didn't even want that fucking thing, all right? That was, that, yeah. that was me doing a favor, <laughs> like, right, but I right, have right. it now. Like, yeah, uh, like, I'll take that. Like I'll, you know, didn't work for you. I'll take it off your hands. Just, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, no, I, I get you. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, I see, anytime I see something like that, it always it always looks neat. But yeah, you know, can never never get too excited. Yeah, we can move on. We have so much space. Yeah, yeah, Let's go ahead. yeah. I can imagine, which which is something that I don't have a lot of here. So me either. Like, okay. yeah. Anyway, another we have another VR game. This one is called Demio, which is a dungeon crawling tabletop RPG like game. Oh, coming to the PS VR two, bringing all sorts of chaotic high fantasy goodness with it. Uh, so let's check it out, Josh. What say you? Let's uh, do it. It's a it's a really short one. It's only fifty three seconds, but yeah, let's see what they got here for us. Three, two, one, play. Ready for battle. Let all monsters beware. My aim is true. Taste my steel. I call lightning. Shogodur of Kalerbotron. Bullseye. Go back to the abyss. Let them deal. Back. You will be destroyed! I summon my armor! There you go, Demio in development for PSVR 2. Now, <clears throat> honestly, the idea of that is really cool. Like, the idea of, like, we could sit in here, and obviously this is going to be something that's not a DM can go in there and make, but they're going to have it set up with like a story and something. But you could get in there with your friends and like you all got VR and you go in on the battlefield and you look at your minis and they're moving and doing things and you're rolling dice. Like it's almost yeah. like playing it for real. So the idea of it is really cool. And it's something that I hope will continue to be explored in a VR space. Like I know years ago when VR was first being discussed, people were like, think about it, what you could do with like a tabletop RPG, like actual you know dungeons and dragons 5e is like we play it online all the time with our browsers and stuff but imagine we could all put on a vr headset sit around a table with each other zoom in on the action react when we're playing when something bad or cool happens you know like and see each other doing it that's that's what i want out of vr is those experiences that'd be cool yeah yeah so it's cool that somebody's kind of doing that here um with this so, so in other words, like the the idea is cool, but like the execution 
kind of maybe could be better, could be done better. Well, I just, I, I just, it needs to be refined more. So obviously, the in the the first thing is taking the first step. And this is the first step, right? So like, like what I yeah. would want is is what I have now with D and D, which is I can go in and plan out things and build maps and import them into a thing. Let me do that, but let me do it with VR, right? And like set everything up yeah. and story triggers and stuff like that. Obviously, it'll take a long time to get there. I don't think this looks bad by any means. It's just, you know, it's just the future is more interesting than what I'm seeing here at this moment in this little confined thing of VR, right? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, nonetheless. Alrighty, then. Uh, after that, we have Like a Dragon Ishin, uh, which is a remake of the Samurai starring Ishin series from Yakuza developer Ryuga Gotoku Studio. Uh, so let's check it out. This is coming out in February of next year. So three, two, one, play. Bring on the Samurais. Kyo, 1867. A lone samurai embarks on a secret quest for revenge and sparks the greatest revolution in Japanese history. Sakamoto Damn. Oh, yeah, cut the bullet. Oh shit. So much blood. I love it. Oh, I know it just looks like my kind of game, dude. Let's right? go. I want to play this. <laughs> I'm so I'm so I'm so down for this. That looks great, dude. Looks cool. Oh man. Yeah, that looks like a lot of fun. PlayStation. Hell. Fucking yeah, dude. That looks rad as hell. I just wish... I, I'll be honest. I just wish this had that on Steam, dude. That looks great. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say. That looks awesome. I, yeah, it looks really cool. I, I, I need to get into the Yakuza series um, because I haven't played any of them. I've been meaning to for a long time. I have a couple of them. I have, like, Yakuza 0, and I guess that's the only one I have, actually. Never mind. But I'm meaning to get into them, and uh, I guess... Like, if I were to play this one first, it wouldn't really spoil anything, right? It's, like, way before and all that, so I don't know. It, I have I, no clue. I assume, yes. I would assume so, but, yeah, you never know. I don't know. I I want to get into the series, and this looks like an awesome time. Like, it looks, like, really, really fun, so I, I want to I wanna check it out. Apparently, they said uh, Ghost of Tsushima is responsible for them bringing this game to the West, so... Hats hey. off to Ghost of Tsushima, man, for Ghost helping. Tsushima's the... getting shit done. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, dope. dude. I, I love that game, dude. All right. Now we have a mystery road game. 
called Pacific Drive that will send you on a wild trip. So let's see what we got here, man. Pacific Drive. Two-minute trailer. Uh, three, two, one, go. When you get this baby up to 88 miles an hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. <laughs> see, I told you. Hell no, they got land sharks. What the hell is this game, dude? I have no idea. <laughs> the hell it explained nothing so based off of this trailer alone this game to me seems like it's look out your windshield and windows and see a bunch of weird shit simulator because i don't know what the fuck is going on <laughs> right here dude like like there's a lot of weird stuff going on outside and you're in your car like the entire time basically and it's like what is happening uh yeah i don't know apparently it's gonna be a first person journey though attempting to escape a hostile and terror-filled land in a tricked out car coming next year to ps5 yeah i don't know what would you think of that that looks, that looks very uh, uh very bizarre i'll just be honest not my type of game you know it's not my type of game like driving around in a car seeing shit and like horror elements it's just not my type of game so it didn't really interest me that much. The only thing that interested me was me making jokes at it. <laughs> you know, like, that's it. All right. Just not for me. We next up, we have a mech game called uh, Sinduality. Uh, it's a mech planet crawler. So let's check it out. In three, two... One play. Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. That's true. 
In your world, you call it science. In my world, we call it magic. But guys, turn on really epic music while we mine this thing. Oh, there's actual combat. Yeah, there's fighting though. Well, when I said that, they weren't fighting yet. <laughs> What the fuck? That's a big ass. Whatever the hell that thing is. That's a thing. Anime mech game. I kind of I, I I like mech stuff, but I don't know, man. This I don't like that mech design. I'll be really, honest. The, the round fat really belly mech. Finale. Not my thing. I don't really like the design of those mechs. Give me the Gundam mechs. Those are cool. Okay. Next up, we have this game called Stellar Blade, previously known as Project Eve. Uh, Project the post-apocalyptic battler, where you'll travel journey through Zion, the city of an abandoned underground realm filled with towering structures and ancient graves. You'll play it as a deadly warrior, the angel of the colony, working to take down ancient beasts with with, and me with mechanical weaponry and devastating swordplay. So let's check it out. This is coming out to PS5. It's in a PS it's PS5 bleh, PS5 exclusive coming next year. Let's check it out. Three, two, one, go. Sony Interactive presents. Beard physics. <laughs> <laughs> Champion Dark Souls? 
He looks like he's doing it. With jiggle physics. Wow. Yep. So we've seen this game before. Yes. Because like I said, it was called Project Eve uh, in the past. Damn. Back of a combo. Zenyatta looks different, man. Stellar Blade. All right. There you have it. PS5 exclusive. Jiggle physics only the PS5 can handle. It's all right, though. They say it's an exclusive for now. PC will we'll get it in like a year or two, man. It'll be all right. All right. Uh, I mean, the game looks pretty neat. I mean, it's not... I, I don't know if it's like really calls to me that much, but I mean, it looks, it looks all right. I'm not like, you know, hating it or anything. But I don't know. I just it looked very pretty. Graphically, it was very pretty. Uh, this next thing though is the one that I when this I didn't watch this live so when I heard about this thing I was very excited to check this out. I didn't watch it. I saved it for today, so we can check it out here live on the on the podcast. But I am excited to check this out. So this next game is called Rise of the Ronin. It's a new adventure from Team Ninja, set in 1863 Japan. Uh, you'll play a samurai warrior journeying through a war torn world. Uh, coming exclusively to P exclusively to PS5 in 2024, so let's check this out, dude. I'm 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 hype to, to to see what this is finally about. I've been hearing about it for you know past week now, so I wanna I wanna check it out. Three, mm -hmm. two, one, go. Sony Interactive Entertainment presents. After three centuries of the Tokugawa's repressive rule, the black ships appeared without warning, and our nation began to tear itself apart. Those who cleave to the past, those who embrace the new, and the Ronin, a warrior free of all masters and bonds. I will watch over you all as your blades carve a new future. Oh. Damn. Damn. Your time has come. Rise as one. Man, that looks bad fucking ass, dude. Hell yeah. That's that's my kind of game for sure right here. 
Damn, they look pretty cool. Oh, God damn. oh, it ain't over. It ain't over. Console exclusive for PS5 coming in 2024. Nice. Dude, that looks awesome. That, yeah, that looks, looks real so fucking, fucking cool. good. I can't wait to play that, man. That looks really, really good. Ooh, man. All right. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to say. It looks really, really good, man. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait. 2024, a couple years away, but you know we're almost done with this year, so no, it won't be too bad. Um, yeah, awesome. We have one last thing here for this one, and it's uh, God of War Ragnarok. We have a story trailer for that that they uh, had there. Uh, so let's check it out. Story DT? trailer for what's up? You, I'm gonna play this, but I'm taking my headphones off and look at you. The whole time, because I don't want to be spoiled okay. on anything. So just give me the thumbs up when it's done. All right. Let's do it. Three, two, one, play. Here we go. So for those of you wondering, I actually saved this one as well. I haven't seen this yet until now. So we're going we're gonna to check it out. Let's see what they have here. Yes. Oh wait, he's dropping him. What? Oh shit, he's dropping the axe too. I know you. God killer. What is it you want from me? Is it a god of war? Ooh, that elbow. You don't really want war. Man, Atreus sounds so much older, dude. It's kind of kind of crazy, actually. On your hands, on your son's hands. What is it you will not tell me? I can't talk about it, but I just need you to trust me. We follow your every whim. But you don't believe in any of it. Yeah. I follow. Oh shit! She's back. That's not all that matters. Who's keeping you safe? Oh man. Oh. Oh. Oh damn. They're doing Kratos like that? These. Yes, the blades. Oh, big shield. Man, I just love Kratos just elbowing this shit out of people. It's so good. Yes. Beyond yourself. Beyond the monster who kills without cause. Who's that? Huh. That's kind of crazy. Do what is necessary. Look at that. Not because it is written. Oh, you guys saw what that was at the end there. 
Yeah, look at that. Oh, man, that's going to be crazy, dude. Holy shit. Wow, that's going to be nuts, dude. Damn, that was a great trailer. All right, Josh, you're good, man. Dude, that is a... Uh... I can't hear you, by the way. Oh, sorry, I was muted. Um... I was just going to say, for those that were wondering why I took my headphones off, I haven't played the first game. I'm going to play the first game really soon. I was going to start it this week, actually, and stream it, but some things happened, and I can't do that now. So, well, well, how was it, DT? Oh, man, that trailer is... Inc it's it's so good. It's fucking incredible. That There's a lot of hype moments in it, and there's definitely some some spoilers in there if you haven't played the, the first game. Um, yeah, it... Jeez, it, man. That that trailer though, oh, I can't I can't wait to play that game. That game's gonna be crazy good. But yeah, that is that is the end of the uh, PlayStation State of Play. So, gonna move on to other gaming news. But yeah, that was, whew, that was good stuff right there, man. Definitely got some yeah. good stuff coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So moving on beyond the Nintendo Direct and State of Play, uh, it was announced that The Sims 4 is going free to play next month. So EA and Maxis are making the game free to play starting next month. Uh, they they released a blog post uh, saying that they'll have a uh, Behind the Sims Summit October 18th at 10 p.m. or 10 a.m. Pacific time and 10 or 1 p.m. Eastern. Same day that The Sims 4 officially becomes free to play, meaning you can download the base game for free on any of the available places it's uh, you know at. As for why, the team simply wants the game to be available to everyone or anyone interested. Uh, they said with the, with the Sims 4 going free to play, our team is more dedicated than ever to developing new and meaningful The Sims 4 experiences for our players, and will continue to develop and release packs, kits, Sims Delivery Express drops into the foreseeable future. Um, they'll also share more about the transition during their summit on October 18th so if you're interested in that be sure to check it out EA Play and EA Play Pro members will receive an upgraded experience when the member only bundles of The Sims 4 go live on the playlist on October 18th The Sims 4 EA Play Edition includes The Sims 4 Get to Work expansion pack while the EA Play Pro Edition includes both that and the Sims 4 toddler stuff pack. Last but not least, to our longtime simmers, we want to say thank you. We wouldn't be where we are without your continued love and support to help make the Sims community what it is. The blog post says, uh, from September 14th to the 17th, all players who have purchased the base game will receive the Desert Lux kit as a gift. With the Desert Lux kit, Sims can relax in their modern oasis with luxurious indoor and outdoor furniture inspired by the natural landscape of the southwestern desert and materials like stone and wood. To redeem the kit, all you have to do is simply log into the game and it will be available in the main menu for you to claim. So there you go. Sims 4 is going free for anybody and everybody who wants to play it. Which, honestly, this makes so much sense because the real money in this game is the fucking 500 billion DLCs that they have for it <laughs> that are like... That are like 10, 20 bucks each or whatever, right? Like, and, that's, it's insane. And also, there's going to be a Sims 5. You're going to hear about it. And I would bet it's relatively soon, to be honest with you. 
um, at some point in the future. So, I mean, honestly, I'm surprised that they haven't already like announced that because when, when did The Sims 4 come out? I feel like it's been like years since that's been out. Yeah, I don't know. You know what's funny though is I've played like every single Sims game. Like, there's a, they're fun to play, man. Building the house and living your little Sims life. It's 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 fun. So the Sims 4 was released in September 2nd, 2014. It's been Jesus Christ. So they so they've been like milking this game for like eight years now, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, you would think that they they should be working on a fifth one now, right? I mean, I would think they are. They have to be. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see about that. Uh, all right. Next thing we have. Some, I know you we were t- when we watched the Tekken stuff. You said you were looking forward to Street Fighter 6. So we have some Street Fighter 6 news to talk about here. Um, and that is that they have revealed the full launch roster and the World Tour opening movie revealed as well. So we have a little bit of a little video to watch. It's like a minute, 10. Uh, and then we can also, there's 18 launch fighters to choose from. So we have Blanca, Cami, Chun-Li, DJ, Thalzim, Honda, Guile, Jamie, JP, Jury, Ken, Kimberly, Lily, Luke, Manon, Marissa, Ryu, and Zen Grief. So that is your launch roster for Street Fighter Six. And if you want to throw this uh, little video up, Josh, we can go ahead and do that as well. Let's check it out. I am ready. All right, three, two, one, go. Capcom. That's really loud. So I've been thinking about strength, man. Strength, money, the power to fight. Is it money, authority, a cool job, a ton of likes? (laughs) <laughs> okay, okay. Let's keep it simple. I want to be strong. Can you believe it? We got self-driving cars. The time's coming. We'll be taking rockets to Mars. And yet you still got folks out there using their fists and bodies to seek strength. Yeah, I hear you, man. We're all a bunch of fools. But, you know... If you want to know about strength, you just got to get to it. We fighting fools are all getting to it on the streets. There you go. Street Fighter 6 coming next year. I still think the the shape of the 6 is so weird. I'm like, whoever designed the 6 for Street Fighter 6 is like... It does look strange. I do not disagree at all. It it is a weird looking 6, but anyway um yeah i mean you guys know i'm not really into fighting games so i mean i think this check this out. more more yeah josh will, will let us know probably what, what what this game's all about so and i don't even play a lot of fighting games so hell yeah that's cool all right next thing we have is a resident evil 4 remake confirmed for ps4 and there will be a resident evil showcase coming next month so let's check this out. 
Uh, Capcom revealed that it will hold a Resident Evil focus showcase in October. Uh, they're going to be talking about probably DLC for Resident Evil Village, uh, which comes out next month, and then the Resident Evil 4 remake, which uh, producer Yoshiaki Hira, Hirabashi confirmed during the Tokyo Game Show. The remake will also be coming for PS4. Uh, the remake was revealed during a state of play back in June. Capcom said it was coming to PS5, Xbox X Series X and S, and PC, with no mention of older gen consoles, but they have also confirmed that it'll be coming to PS4 when it launches on May 24th, 2023. Uh, no word if it's coming to the Xbox One or not, but uh, yeah, we have a we have a little uh some images and, and, and some stuff on uh, the Resident Evil Village DLC, um, which is called, uh, wait, does it have a name? I don't know if it does, but there's, it's the winter expansion. Um, but yeah, you'll, 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 you'll get to play as Rose. Actually, this does have a name. It's called Shadows of Rose. My bad. Um, So, pretty cool, pretty cool. I haven't played Resident Evil Village myself, but I've seen other people play it, so I already know kind of what happens and all that. So, uh, yeah, pretty cool for those people who enjoyed that game. It'll be uh, pretty neat. Uh, and then the last thing I have is how, there was some pretty big leaks that, that, that happened over yes. the past few days. So I feel like we definitely aren't going to show any of that because I don't want to, <laughs> no. you know, no, we're not, we're not going to do any of that. Cause first of all, but we are going to mention it, but first of all, I just want to say how shitty that is. Like mm -hmm. they like just, I know everybody has been excited for GTA six, including the both, the two of us, we're both very excited for, yeah. Uh, for GTA 6, but this isn't the way to do it, man. Whoever like hacked into their stuff and you know leaked all this, all these things, like that's that's not the way to go, man. Um, I, I, I just uh, and then the other thing, like after these leaks came out, and you're seeing people like saying how bad it looks, like oh. You don't say a game that isn't done yet doesn't look done. That's the thing. People yeah, do not really? understand how game development works, dude. That game does not look good until you get to the fucking final phases of it. You know what I mean? Like when you see demos and stuff at like E3s or Summer Games Fest or thing, the, the gaming events, bro, that's just a slice they took out and fixed up to what it will look like at the end of the fucking when the game actually comes out. Before any game comes out, it runs like shit. It has a really bad frame rate. It's not optimized. That's not what's important. You've got to get the base systems in there. It's fucking insane to me that people bitch about that. When the, the, the You're not even supposed to be seeing it yet. And your reaction to it are the exact reasons why you're not supposed to be seeing it yet. You're acting like it's shit. And it's not even fucking done. It's not even halfway done. It's just been put in the oven to cook, you know? Like, it's, it's, it's fucking dumb for people to yeah. say anything like that. Like, and it sucks for the people that are working on it. Like, they're working on it. Like, 
You can feel however you want to feel about the leaders of a company, right? Whatever. You know, they're the, they're the bag men, the rich dudes, right? But there's a lot of people that work their asses off to make something truly special. And, and that they put their heart and soul and time and love into. And it kind of got ripped away from them. The reveal got ripped away from those people. Like, those are the important people. Like, if you hate a company, what the fuck ever. But there's a lot of innocent people that work at that company that are going to be affected by this. They're going to have to work more. They're going to have to crunch more. They're going to have to do a lot of more shit uh, because somebody hacked into their shit, stole video, stole screenshots, stole source code, which, if that's, that's really fucked up. And, you know, and Rockstar's confirmed all that now, for the most part, I believe. So it's it's really sucks that that what should have been special for this game is forever going to be marred by it being leaked, which is a bummer um, for those people. Yeah. Uh, I haven't even really seen the leaks too much. I saw a couple screenshots, and that's all I saw. Like, like it was like, it's a bummer. Um, yeah. A lot of shit is which, leaking lately. It's weird. Which Rockstar did put out a a, a message earlier uh, today, so I can go ahead and read that as well. They have yeah, a message ahead. that that I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it off their Twitter. So if you guys want to see it, it's at Rockstar Games on Twitter. And they say, <laughs> we recently suffered a network intrusion in which an unauthorized third party elite illegally accessed and downloaded confidential information from our systems including early development footage for the next Grand Theft Auto. At this time, we do not anticipate any disruption to our live game services, nor any long-term effect on the development of our ongoing projects. We are extremely disappointed to have any details of our next game shared with you all in this way. Our work on the next Grand Theft Auto game will continue as planned, and we remain as committed as ever to delivering an experience to you, our players that truly exceeds your expectations. We will update everyone again soon, and of course, we will will properly introduce you to this next game when it's ready. We want to thank everyone for their ongoing support through this situation. The Rockstar Games team. So that that at least seems good. Like they're not gonna, you know, like obviously it's a fucking bummer. They don't, you know, nobody want nobody wanted this to happen, but they're gonna keep pushing forward and 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 you know keeping keep keep moving with the with the development of it all and everything, which is good. So, you know, glad they're kind of still, you know, keeping with it and, and rocking with it and all that. So, you know, uh, I've seen other like people in the games industry, like share their support to them as well. Um, which, you know, it's always a good thing when you can have people unite and, and you know, come together mm -hmm. uh, for that. So, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to checking out the, you know, the game when they want to show us the game because I'm sure, I'm sure it's gonna be badass, dude. Like, I, I did, I did see some of the leak stuff. Um, just, just because, like, I, it's not like I searched for it. It was just like, it was like yeah. everywhere on Twitter. So like, it was that's how like, I saw the screenshots. Yeah. So like, yeah, like it was just, it was just all over the place. So I managed to stumble upon some of it, but uh. I mean, honestly, for a game that's like still, you know, however long away it is, I thought that looked pretty good. Even, you know, like if it wasn't like, obviously, you know that, you know, if you're not an idiot, you know that it's not done yet. So, mm -hmm. like, I don't know. There's all these other people out there that are saying, oh, it looks just like GTA 5 or, you know, like, like my yeah. dude, it's not done yet. Like, I just people, I'll never understand how people will say dumb shit like that. Uh, I, yeah, if you don't understand, 
at this point in your life, if you're an older person and you don't understand how game development works and how that is, fucking educate yourself. You're an ignorant fuck. And if you're an ignorant fuck, you shouldn't open your fucking mouth because you don't know a goddamn thing about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like people look at a leak and be like, man, that looks like shit. It's a fucking leak. How do you know it's not somebody that fucked with a screenshot to begin with anyway? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're just going to believe like, some random thing on the Internet anyway? You'd obviously have no idea how this fucking works at all. Like, it's insane to me. It is insane to me. Yeah. Yeah, it just, I don't know, people are, people are so dumb and, and like, just, just the fact that they, like, clearly see something that is, like, unofficially, like, released. Like, somebody literally stole this and was like, yo, I'm going to put it up on the internet and all that. It's like, and try to sell it too. Yeah, like, like I, I did. I did hear about that too. Yeah, I was like, what? Like, I heard something about selling the source code for GTA Five and all that, and like, I was like, that's some crazy shit. But anyway, uh, yeah. So anyway, this sucks for them. Even though I've been, even though we've been kind of giving Rockstar shit the past few months for, mm-hmm. you know, fucking up the GTA trilogy remaster, remake or remaster or whatever, and 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 not, you know doing more for red dead online like this still sucks you know like it, that's the it, thing it, this game it's, shouldn't have, should, that shouldn't happen to gta 6 i don't want ill will on the company because i'm disappointed in the company i want them to do better that's the thing yeah. i want them to do better i saw people on twitter being like yeah you know what they deserve this for red dead what no they don't nobody deserves to have their fucking what they're gonna use to put food on the table stolen from them and like that's like saying, like, I deserve to be robbed because I made a mistake one time in school. That's fucking stupid. People make mistakes. You know what I mean? Like, like that is ignorance. That is stupidity. Grow a fucking brain cell if that is your opinion because you are a fucking moron. Grow up. Like, get with the real world, you know? I don't want the goddamn company to crash. I want the goddamn company to do better. It's the same thing with Blizzard. Like, I want the goddamn company to do better. I don't want them to crash and fucking burn. I want them to get rid of poison, poisonous people, hire people that are actually good, and fucking get rid of, like, the trash, you know? That's what I'm talking about, Blizzard. Like, I don't want them to crash and burn. I don't want the company to be over with forever. They're responsible for some of the things I love most in the world. And the same goes for Rockstar. They're responsible for some of the things I love most in the world. Red Dead. Even Red Dead 2. Like... Just because they fucked up a few times with the online, do I want the company to crash and burn? No. And if that's your opinion, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> there you go. And I think that's a perfect way to end our gaming news for today. So, Josh, if you're yes, ready, we sir. can move on over to the television news. Let's hit it. All righty then. Let's what do we go ahead first? and do that. So. For today's television news, we have a few things here. The first of which is that Amazon has greenlit a Blade Runner 2099 series with Ridley Scott executive producing. So, yeah, Prime Video is going to be getting a Blade Runner show. Uh, Ridley Scott, who directed the original 1982 Blade Runner movie, is executive producing the live-action series. A follow-up to the feature film sequel blade runner 2049 which is released in 2017 and directed by denis villeneuve uh 
Simka Luisa from Shining Girls wrote the script and is executive producing Blade Runner 2099, uh, which comes from Alcon Entertainment in association with Scott Free Productions and Amazon Studios. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, pretty neat that they're bringing back kind of really Scott to produce uh, for this show. Um, mm-hmm. So as indicated by the title, uh, Blade Runner 2099 will be set 50 years after the film's sequel. And Alcon Entertainment's uh, co-founders and CEOs Andrew Kozov and Broderick Johnson say that we are delighted to continue our working relationship with our friends at Amazon. And we are beyond excited to continue to extend the Blade Runner canon into a new realm with the provocative storyline that Silka has created. Uh, Audiences first discovered Ridley Scott's brilliant vision for Blade Runner 40 years ago and since then has become one of the most influential, influential science fiction films of all time. The Neva News follow-up sequel, Blade Runner 2049, then became one of the best sequels of all time. So recognize that we have a very high bar to meet with this next installment. Together, Silka and our partners at Amazon, Scott Free Productions, we hope that we can live up to the standard and delight audiences with the next generation of Blade Runner. Uh, elsewhere in the franchise, Blade Runner Black Lotus, an anime set that, or that debuted last year on Adult Swim and Country Roll. Set in 2032 and centers around a female replicant voiced by Jessica Henwick. So Blade Runner's been doing uh, quite a few things, quite a quite a few things here in the past couple of years, right? Yeah, like since, got a tabletop since, since, game coming too. Yeah, like since 2017 when they came out with uh, you know the last movie, they you know obviously I just mentioned the anime, and then now they're doing a live action show, and they got the, the Josh just talked about the, uh, the the tabletop game, so they've, they've been doing a lot of stuff here. So yeah. That'll uh, be interesting to see how they how they you know make this into a show because I one of my like I'm not like the biggest Blade Runner fan but I do love the universe and I'm I'm one of the people that prefers the first movie over the second movie but um I like the like the war like the universe and the world like just the world building of it like just walking around like future cities and that kind of shit like I don't know I just I just love love the look of that so yeah. Um, I'll definitely be curious to check this out. I'm wondering, I'll, I'm since it's 50 years after the movie, it's obviously going to be like way into the future. So, I'm very curious to see who they uh plan on casting and all that. You know, like I'll you know, like it'll just be 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 neat to to just keep an eye on that because yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we shall see. All right. In other news, we have some casting news for uh, Star Wars The Acolyte. We have here Manny Jacinto is joining the cast of Star Wars The Acolyte. Uh, he'll be joining the series uh, that is led by Amanda Sternberg, Jodie Turner-Smith, and Lee Jung-Jae. Uh, according to sources... Denver, Jacinto, and Lee will be the three main characters in the series. Uh, so, Jacinto is best known for his role in the critically acclaimed NBC sitcom The Good Place, which he starred throughout the show's four-season run. Uh, 
Um, and uh, he has since starred in the Hulu series The Perfect Strangers, Netflix's brand new cherry flavor. And on the film side, he was in movies such as Top Gun Maverick, I Want You Back, and Bad Times at the El Royale. So just we're we're getting a lot of casting news for this show now, and it's it's very interesting to see because like every anytime we have some of these shows, it's like, all right, they announce it, we have the name for it, we kind of have rumors about what's who's gonna be in it and all that. Then some of the rumors come true, like the Amanda Sandberg one, and now we're slowly getting more casting news. So it's just it's just neat seeing like what they're you know what they're doing with this. So yeah, very cool, very cool. Uh, also joining the series is going to be Charlie Barnett, who is best known for the series Russian Doll, which makes a lot of sense because the showrunner Leslie Headland is the co-creator uh, of Russian Doll as well. So she's bringing him onto this show as well, uh, which is cool. There's no details about uh, who he's going to play, but they're saying that he'll be a supporting character, his supporting role. So, yeah, I got to check out Russian Doll, man. It's on my list, but there's just, man, every time I want to check out a TV show, like, it's so hard because every other every other week there's a new show coming out, and it's just like, I got to right. start this one. I got to keep up with that. And I haven't even got to so check hard. out the uh, Cyberpunk show yet, and I want to. Yeah, yeah I want to check that out too. But it's so hard, like going back and checking out older shows if you missed out on it, because like there's always new shit coming out, man. It's so it's so tough. But I want to try to do it eventually, because I do want to check that. out. I've heard great things about Russian Doll, so I do want to check that out. Uh, the last piece of TV news that I have here is uh. Reggie John Page and Glenn Powell from Top Gun Maverick are set to star in Butch and Sundance, a new series over at Amazon. So the series will be uh, executive produced by the Russo brothers under their production banner. Uh, Kaz and Ryan Firpo, who recently worked on Marvel's The Eternals, will write. And according to sources, deals for the series are not yet closed and discussions are ongoing. Uh, details are being kept under wraps, but it is known that Paige will play Cassidy while Powell will play the Sundance Kid. Uh, both actors will also serve as executive producers on the show in addition to starring. Um, so yeah, there you go. That's Glenn cool. Powell's a he's yeah, he, and he's been like on a like ever since Top Gun, he's like. He's gonna be in that other aviation movie we talked about. Now he's gonna be in mm -hmm. this. He's like he's he's being in a bunch of stuff, man. Oh man, they're like we like Reggie, that guy. You know, he's got charisma. Yeah, so throwing him and stuff. And then Reggie, obviously Bridgerton, and you know, fucking the Gray Man. He's gonna be in the the D and D movie too. So yeah, mm -hmm. both of these guys are are pretty uh uh like active and 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 involved in a lot of a lot of upcoming stuff. So good for them. But uh, yeah, that'll do it for our. Uh, TV news, Josh. So That's the TV uh, news again. Here, we're gonna we swap over to movie news. Here, yes, sir. All right. All right. So for the movie news, we have first thing. 
is uh, Disney has removed Star Wars Rogue Squadron from their release calendar and has set dates for Snow White, Inside Out 2, and The Lion King sequel. So in very disappointing news for me to hear is that they are removing uh, Rogue Squadron from the schedule. The movie has been kind of put on hold indefinitely. Which is such a bummer, dude. Especially after like Top Gun Maverick. Like, how cool would it have been to have like a Star Wars version of that? Which basically, right? That's kind of what this movie would have been. Rogue Squadron. I, I you know, we assume because you know, Rogue Squadron has deals with pilots, and you know, it, it would have X wings and and all that stuff. So, uh, the movie was scheduled for December twenty second, twenty twenty three, but it was taken off, and, uh. The time for the or the window for it to start filming by next December has very nearly closed. Uh, it's been it was been it was delayed in 2021, reportedly due to scheduling conflicts. I know we talked about this in the past as well because she was going to be doing like Wonder Woman three or whatever. Mm-hmm. So in place, Disney has set dates for Snow White, the Snow White remake, uh, which will be March 22nd, 2024. Inside Out two. Uh, June 14th, 2024. The Lion King sequel, Mufasa. From director Barry Jenkins, July 5th, 2024. Uh, and a bunch of other projects that they have, like Pixar's Elio, uh, March 1st, 2024. Amongst other things, like Haunted Mansion will be coming out August 11th, 2023, instead of March 10th, 2023. An untitled Marvel movie has been pushed from February 16, 2024 to a new home of Mar- uh, September 6, 2024. Uh, but yeah, it's disappointing because Rogue Squadron was supposed to be the first Star Wars movie to be in theater since 2019's The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, both Disney and Lucasfilm are busy developing separate uh, Star Wars features, one with Taika Waititi, another one with Ryan Johnson and a third with Marvel chief Kevin Feige. But there's been little to no information about any of those other projects, so it's unclear which of those will be the first to hit theaters. Uh, when Patty Jenkins first announced the spinoff in 2020, she evoked the thrill of watching her late father, who served as a fighter pilot in the U.S. military, and referred to Rogue Squadron as her desire to one day making the greatest fighter pilot movie. So there's a little, there's a bit of uh, information on that. Uh, but yeah, very, very disappointing. If you ask me. Yeah, that sucks. It really does. That's uh, a real bummer. Next thing we have here is that we have some casting news for actually no, Warner Brothers has announced there's going to be a Constantine sequel with fucking Keanu Reeves, which I like who saw this coming? Like they're making a sequel to the 2005 Constantine movie with Keanu. Like so long. Like it's we're, we're in 2022. The first movie came out in 2005. Like that was so long ago, man. I know. Right. Well, I think Keanu's wanted to do a sequel. He's wanted to do he a has. sequel to this for so long. Right. Yeah. I know so. he has. Yeah. But it's just crazy that they, like, after so long, we're finally like, all right, let's just do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially now that we have, we've had, like, other versions of, uh, like, 
Constantine, like he's been in the in the animated stuff, and obviously he was he's been portrayed by Matt Ryan in like the the CW verse things, and he, you know his own show and all that. And honestly, and, I like the 2005 movie. I thought it was great. I had a good time with that movie, the Constantine. Yeah, I I watched it like I think again for the for like either last year or the year before that. So it hasn't been like super super long since I've seen it again, but um. Yeah, I mean it's fine. Like I, I, I remember thinking it was you know pretty, pretty, pretty decent. Um, but yeah, I'm just it's it's just a little surprising, right? That the, they're mm-hmm. after all this time they're like, oh, we're gonna be we are gonna be doing a sequel to it. Um, but yeah, so let's let's see what they have to say. So, Ak- Akiva Goldsman will write the screenplay, um, alongside Bad Robots J.J. Abrams and. Hannah Magella will be producing. Uh, so 17 years ago, the f- the first movie by Keanu Reeves, uh, based on the DC character, grossed over 200 million dollars worldwide, and it opened a world of potential. Fans have been hot on the sequel, and obviously Keanu's coming back. Um. So yeah, it's uh, honestly. I, I I'd be curious to see what a sequel would even look like, like that, you know, like yeah, I mm-hmm. thought the first one was 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 pretty decent, so we shall see, man. Kind of kind of cool news. Also, it can kind of came out of nowhere. Like I mean, it did come out of nowhere. It did because I wasn't expecting did, yeah. that at all. Like there'd been no yeah, rumblings. No, I don't think anybody was no. or anything like that. So that's cool. Yeah. Kind of what I was saying, like, like who expected that? Like, I don't know who did, man. That's, that's kind of nuts, to be honest. But uh, anyway, in other DC news, Joker Folly Adu has cast Jacob Lofland in a key Arkham Asylum role. Uh, so rising actor Jacob Lofland has nabbed a key role in the movie, uh, which he will be portraying a uh. I believe somebody who uh, is in Arkham Asylum that develops a relationship with Arthur Fleck. So he's just going to be like an inmate or whatever that kind of becomes friends with the Joker um, while he's there. So Interesting. 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 Cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, man. There's been, there's been a little bit of casting news. Obviously, Lady Gaga is, a, a, you know, Harley and Brendan Brendan Gleeson and Catherine Keener. So we'll see, man. They are saying that a lot of this movie is going to be taking place in uh, um, Arkham Asylum, though. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's that's a little bit of news for that. Um, what else we got here? This is this is interesting news to me. Is that Sony has announced a new Karate Kid movie, and they've pushed the release dates of Madam Web and Craven the Hunter. So, Sony Pictures has announced the return of the original Karate Kid franchise to the big screen by slating a new release of June seventh, twenty twenty four, for the new Karate Kid movie. Uh. The movie does not yet have a synopsis from the studio or a cast or crew attached, uh, but other 
uh, titles for release uh, have included uh, Madam Web, a movie set in the Spider-Man universe that stars Dakota Johnson and Sydney Sweeney, moving from October 6, 2023 to February 16, 2024. Another Spider-Man universe film, the Aaron Taylor Johnson Craven the Hunter movie, is going from October 6, 2023 to January 13, 2023. So in the reverse of the other movie, this one is going from October to January. So it's getting pushed up, way up. Which you know what that tells me? The movie's going to be shit, dude. Because a lot of crappy movies come out in January. So that does not bode well for Craven the Hunter, I think. But anyway, uh, both films will be released in IMAX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An untitled Sony and Marvel Universe movie has been slated for July 12, 2024. Could that maybe be another Spider-Man? We'll see. Uh, the Chris Pratt voice Garfield movie will hit theaters on Memorial Day weekend of May 24th, 2024, shifting from February 16th. So there you have it. I, so the main reason why I put this in is because obviously a new Karate Kid movie, like they'd be stupid not to do like a movie with the Cobra Kai cast, right? Yeah. Cause like what, cause what the hell else is this going to be? It's like, not going to be that why? because the co-creator said Cobra Kai has no connection to this new movie. <laughs> so, really? Yes. I posted it in the TV talk and I forgot to put it in the news the other day. But let me scroll up and find it in your discord here <laughs> because I put it in here and I thought, oh, that's interesting that it has no connection. Where is so it? Then what? Oh, man. So they're, they're just like, all right, Cobra Kai is doing well. People like Karate Kid. Let's do a Karate Actually, Kid movie. Did I put it in the but movie like, one? Here it is. What the hell is this? What is this movie then? Here, what? I'll give you the I'll give you the link to this. It's in your DMs. Man, this is gonna be weird, dude. Yeah, let's see. Cobra Kai co-creator addresses Karate Kid spinoff. Oh boy, oh boy. Let's see. John Hurwitz, co-creator of Netflix's Cobra Kai, is addressing if he's part of the new movie. So let's see. In a, in a tweet, he says, "The guys and I would love to make Karate Kid and Cobra Kai movies, and hope to someday. But this one isn't from our, isn't from us, or focus on the Cobra Kai cast. Don't know much about it, but wish it well." That's what he says on Twitter. Dang, right? That's so dumb. What it is is that they literally saw how awesome Cobra Kai is, and they're cashing in on it by trying to make a they new are. movie. It's yeah, exactly literally. what it That's is. Literally what it is. That the the only reason that this movie can be made is because of how successful Cobra Kai is and how good it is. Exactly. So what the fuck are they thinking, dude? I don't know. My goodness, dude. My it's, goodness. What is happening? What are they gonna do, it's, Ben? It's not even gonna be connected to the canon of Cobra Kai, which is fucking stupid. Like, so what the hell is this gonna be then? Oh my god. I don't god, know. This... I don't know. Did they not even talk to them? Like, because he's like, we don't even know anything about it, really. Did they not talk to the to the? Why would you not talk to them? They are literally what's making this movie possible, and you don't talk to them. They're what makes it relevant. Wow, that's fucking stupid. That is that is bizarro, dude. What the fuck, man? Yeah. They're literally just mooching off the fucking success of cobra kind of like yeah let's make a movie because people turns out people do like karate kid shit yeah we just fucked up Man. last time with uh fucking Dude, teacher watch kung them, fu 
Watch them make a sequel to the fucking remake, dude. Oh, God. That'd be so bad. Man, I don't want to talk about this anymore, dude. Let's let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> so the last thing we have here is uh, we have some news on the Gran Turismo movie. Uh, which, yes, they are making a Gran Turismo movie. Sony is making a Gran Turismo movie. Uh, Orlando Bloom and David Harbour are joining the cast of the Gran Turismo movie, which is being directed by Neil Blomkamp, who obviously is known for District 9 and Elysium. Uh, so yeah, he's going to be directing the movie based off of the best-selling PlayStation video game. Uh, David Harbour and rising actor Archie Mad- Madekwe are going to be top-lining the project, but Orlando Bloom is also going to be the latest actor to be joining in uh the script is being written by jason hall who previously did american sniper and zach balin who did king richard uh based on a true story the project is described as the ultimate wish fulfillment tale of teenage gran turismo player whose gaming skills won him a series of nissan competitions to become an actual professional race car driver Madekwe is playing the teen, and David Harbour is playing a retired driver who teaches him to drive. Orlando Bloom will be playing a hungry exec- marketing executive who is, who is selling the sport of motor racing and may just believe in its art, too. So this movie is slotted for a release date of August 11th, 2023. Uh, yeah, there we go. Well, that's a thing. It's coming. It is, yeah. I, 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 I feel like this is a thing that I remember was coming out, and then I totally forgot about it until this news broke. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah that's right. They are making a fucking Gran Turismo movie. Huh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay. You know, it, it is what it is, I guess. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. So that's, that's our news for the day, man. That's our gaming, TV, and movie news. So That is news, that'll, ladies and gentlemen, for, that. for the past week. We're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, we will be talking about our favorite gaming companions in the second half of the show. Uh, that's yeah. going to be exciting. Trust me, you want to stick around for that. I'll play some music, run some ads, and we'll be right back after this. Do not go anywhere. Oh, my camera is off. Let me fix that. Hi, guys. We're back. Sorry about that. Um, back. Welcome back to the we're Clockwork back. Cantina. Hello, um, we're going to be moving pretty quick here into our second half of the show, which is our favorite... Um, favorite gaming game companions. companions. So yes. What we usually do is we kind of have like a top 10, and then no particular order. We just kind of... Know, at least for me, in no particular order, I just kind of name them off and then, you know, uh, so on and so forth. A couple honorable mentions, but that's kind of the gist of it. I think how we usually do it is like Josh does his and then I do mine and, and you know, so mm-hmm. on. So, yeah, if we're ready to get into it, let's go ahead and do that. Do you have any honorable mentions before we start uh, heading in to the top 10, Josh? I do have some honorable mentions. Um, do we want to do that first? Yeah, I feel like we should, we okay. should do that first. Do you want me to do all of mine and then you do all of yours? Is that what we want to do? Or you want to do? I'll do. Uh, yeah, we we can. Yeah, we you you can do yours and then I'll then I'll do mine. That's fine. Okay, 
I only have a couple. I don't know how many you got. I got guys. I'm just going to tell you right now. I can't see very well because I'm going to have a migraine soon. So we're going to get through this as quick as we can. Um, I have one, two, three, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, yeah, I just have seven. Um, so I have the dog from Fable Two as a companion. If you've ever played Fable Two, you know you get a you get a nice little puppy that follows you around and is with you for the entire game. Uh, another honorable mention is I have Elizabeth from Bioshock Infinite as an honorable mention. I have Tarkus from Dawn of War Two. As an honorable mention, I have Johnny Gat from the Saints Row series as a honorable mention. I have Trask Ulgo from KOTOR as an honorable mention. Hey, you knew he was going to be on this list, buddy. You knew he was going to be here. He is, he is. the man. Um, he is. And I have Los from Divinity Original Sin 2 as an honorable mention. And then I pretty much had, I wrote down. Almost all of the Mass Effect companions are honorable mentions, as well as KOTOR <laughs> and KOTOR 2, because it's like, there's so many good ones. I can make a list out of just those three games, and I tried not to do that, so I, I, I yeah. kind of limited myself a little bit. Um, uh, and I said last but not least, um, Player 2, because, and when I say Player 2, I mean DT3, I mean Dababa, I mean Jake, I mean Majin, oh. I mean... Those are my gaming companions whenever we play co-op games. I mean, everybody we play with, Paula, even Ambo, anybody that's ever played a game with me, you are an honorable mention for a gaming companion. So, player twos, threes, fours, fives, and sixes. Like, obviously, any game I've ever played with my friends has been the best game ever to me. So, those are my honorable mentions, DT. Who Who do you got? Cool. So for my honorable mentions, I only have a couple. I got BD1 from Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and Parvati Holcomb from The Outer Worlds. Two very cool companions. If you haven't played either of those games, definitely check them out. They're both really cool. Much like Josh, I could have also had a bunch of the older Mass Effect and, you know, KOTOR games, but we only stuck to a few here. So Mm -hmm. we're going to go ahead and move into our top 10. So Josh, what's your number 10? Then I'll do mine. So what's yours? I have, as as my number 10, I have Quiet from Metal Gear Solid, The Phantom Pain. Um, Quiet is an interesting character. Doesn't talk for pretty much the entire game, but she hums uh, and is always kind of there giving you Overwatch uh, from a sniper position. I thought she was a really cool character. Yes, she is a very sexualized character. But she has a lot of depth, too. So, number 10, Quiet from the Phantom Pain. Who do you have for your number 10, DT3? My number 10 is I have the homie Joe Barbaro from Mafia 2, because he was a G, man. Oh, he was, shit. He was cool, man. He was, he, was a, he, was a, he was a true homie to, you know, until the end. Uh, if you know what happens in the end of that game, you know what happens. But yeah, man, shout out to Joe Barbro from Mafia 2. Mafia 2, one of my favorite games of all time. Good good guy there. So yeah. Hell yeah, uh, dude. Number nine. Who do you got for your number nine, Josh? Number nine, I have Valerie from Pathfinder Kingmaker. Valerie huh. is a knight. I think she's one of the love interests in the game. Um, 
she's been blessed by beauty by her god or something like that um she is a, a really interesting cool character throughout pathfinder kingmaker those of you that know know i played it not that long ago and i fell in love with most of the companions in that game but valerie was kind of like my number one uh so i went with her she's really cool she's a badass warrior um and heavy that's the thing is like she's a she's a beauty that's in heavy ass plate armor and carries a shield and is a fucking tank so she's fucking cool damn how about you dt who you got so for night number nine i have ellie from the last of us um the first game i haven't played the second game but i know she's the main character of that so we're not even touching any of that stuff we're just talking about strictly the first game where you play as joel ellie is your companion for the almost the entirety of that game from you know up until when you when she you find her and uh yeah she's she's i think one of the one of the more like at least more recent like better companion characters in a in a, in a game um so yeah ellie ellie definitely uh deserves a spot and uh yeah she's i'll put her in here for for number nine again definitely if you haven't played last of us definitely check it out fun fun game part one just came out recently so try if you haven't all right number eight who is your number eight so my number eight is under i feel like an underrated character uh hmm. named sagacious zoo from jade empire That's a name. from those of you from those of you ah. that have never played jade empire he is a companion that joins you and i want to say so much more but i can't because going into that character is spoiling jade empire if you've never played it but dude they they are a very interesting character sagacious zoo is i really wanted to play jade empire but it wouldn't capture on my fucking OBS because it's an older game. It's a, it's a bummer. I, I really wanted to play it though, but yeah, someday I, maybe. Someday I'll Sagacious Zoo, like, what happens during the game as I got to know this character and as things happen around this character in the game, like, there's some of my first moments of like, like, oh my God, like that's a twist. That's not a Star Wars character. You know what I mean? It's a it's a, a completely original character in a completely original or different universe than Frodo, but I was used to, which is Star Wars. So, um, yeah, that, that's my number eight. Who do you got at number eight, DT? For my number eight, I have Victor Sully Sullivan from the Uncharted series. He is a really cool companion. Honestly, I could have put, like, Elena or some of the other ones in here, too, but I feel like... Sully's just your homie throughout. Like you've known him. Like like Nate has known him, like for a very long time, more than than anybody else that are is the main character in these games. So, I you know he I I felt like he had to be the one. But you probably could have thrown in some of the other ones if you wanted to. But yeah, I, I, if you haven't if you've ever played the Uncharted series, definitely check them out. Uh, I think only the first few are on the PlayStation, but. I feel like there's they're slowly adding them on PC, um, but definitely give them, give them a shot. They're really good games, um, and yeah, dude, Victor Sully Sullivan from the uh, Uncharted series is a really really cool companion character, and he's just uh, him and Nate together are, are a heck of a heck of a team. So I had to throw him in there. 
All uh, right. Who's next for you, Josh? For your number, my number seven. Right? My number seven. Also, I want to say these guys aren't in any particular rank. They're just numbers. Yeah, yeah. We're just, we're just, yeah, yeah. I usually say that at the start, but I have things going on right now, and it, my, my brain went blank. Um, so next up, I have Ryuji Sakamoto from Persona 5. Uh, Ryuji is like your homeboy from like the start of the game, for the most part. You'll think you meet him very early on, and he is with you to the end. Uh, and there's like... He's like your homie. He's like your best friend, kind of, in a way, that always supports you. He's got a fiery temper, always in there for a fight, but has a lot of growth throughout the course of the game. Um, and and goes through some shit, man. He's a really interesting character in Persona 5. So I had to throw him in here. Hell yeah. How about you, DT? Who do you got at your seven? Awesome. For my number seven, I have... Sheva Olimar from the from Resident Evil Five. She is a really cool character. I think one one of the more underrated characters in the Resident Evil uh, series. Um, I played Resident Evil Five a lot, so I either played as her or played with her, or you know, like she like I I I was with this character for a lot of time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's, she's really, really cool. Uh, Resident Evil 5 is like probably my most played Resident Evil game out of all of them. And that's, yeah, one of the big reasons why I got her in here. Cause yeah, it just, she definitely, uh, it's just someone that I, I, I really like as a character and she's a badass and, and you can play as her or she can be a companion. And, and yeah, I just, I just really, I just really enjoyed her character and I think she's, She's really underrated in terms of Resident Evil, and more people should know about her. But yeah. Oh, yeah, so I got her in here as my number seven. All right, awesome. So, so who you got as number six, Josh? Number six, I have BD One from Jedi Fallen Order. We have hey. our our droid companion that keeps us alive throughout the course of the game. Has a lot of character for a droid that doesn't really talk; it only beeps. But I, I love BD1. He's an awesome little dude that hangs out with you and uh, is responsible for some of the coolest moments in that game, I feel, especially towards the end. So I'll put the boy BD1 here at number six. How about you? Cool, cool, cool. For number six for me, I got Snow White from The Wolf Among Us. I have her in here because The Wolf Among Us is one of my favorite. It's No, it's my favorite Telltale game. And she is one of your companions that goes along with you throughout throughout the game from the start to to the finish. And yeah, Snow White is just all really really awesome in that game. Uh, you know, you played Big B Wolf in that, and it's based on the, the Fables comics. If you never heard of it, I actually the Fables comics I really want to check out. I haven't had a chance to check them out yet, but I really want to. And I really love the the game. And she's she's this is a great version of Snow White, like of the character. So definitely check that out, play that game. Strongly recommend one of the best Telltale games, in my opinion. To me, like I said, for me, it's my favorite one. So I just think she's a really good character in that, and she's a really good like companion slash kind of love interest in that game. So yeah, definitely, definitely had to she had to be in here for me. So yeah, Snow White from The Wolf Among Us. All right. Who do you have as number five, Josh? 
Number five, I have Krom from Fire Emblem. We talked about him earlier a little bit when we talked about Fire Emblem Engage and you're pulling heroes from yep. the past. Uh, Krom is one of the characters I met with the first Fire Emblem I played. Um, so kind of hoping he shows up in that game. But yeah, he's in he's in here for this. He's a king of a... Or a, yeah, he's a leader of a nation in, in the in Fire Emblem... Uh, the name escapes me, but in one of the Fire Emblems that I played... Um, uh, let me see if I can Google it and find it really quick. He's he's a cool character with a he's just a badass leader and he's, but he's also compassionate and has a lot of good uh, Fire Emblem Awakening. I think I believe is the one that he is in and he just looks cool. So he's my number five. Who do you have, DT? For my number five, I have one of your honorable mentions, Elizabeth from Bioshock hey. Infinite. Uh, Funny how that worked out. Huh? I, I had BD1 in my honorable mentions, and you got him in your list, and <laughs> vice versa with fucking Elizabeth. Yeah, no, Bioshock Infinite is such a trippy-ass game, and Elizabeth is such, like, a big part of uh, of that. And, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it just... She, she's she's one of the big reasons why that game is so good. So, uh, I definitely feel like she deserves a spot in at least for me in my list because when i was like, trying to come up with with this list i was like well of all the games that i've played she's like one of the more like useful like companions that you could have right i feel like when i played that game it's been a while since i played it. it's been like several years but mm -hmm. I, from what i remember uh yeah, it, it, I feel like she was she was a pretty big big uh big part of that and and in terms of like your gameplay and all that so in in like and that's not even counting like what she means in the story and all that stuff so yeah so yeah gotta throw her in here uh anyway who do you got as number four Josh who do you have as number four number four I have Varric Tethris you haven't met him yet but you will eventually if you play the Dragon Age series I'm not gonna tell you which That's game a, he shows up in or anything like that it's another game I do want to play yeah he is a badass dwarfin guy with a really cool bow um that you meet throughout the course of the, the Dragon Age series um and he kind of always serves as your homie like he is a dude that kind of tells your story and tells stories and types of dudes types of things like that god can't talk um but but yeah um and he has one magnificent set of chest here and you will see what i mean when you play that game <laughs> okay very very tethris is like the guy that makes you want to play a dwarf in like a, a tabletop game <laughs> so he's cool uh how about you dc he's, like, he's, he's the guy you want to be as a dwarf i got you mm -hmm. um for me we are on number four, yeah. So I have Mr. Uh, Garrus Vakarian from the Mass Effect series. Solid. Uh, I feel like I feel like out of out of all the Mass Effect characters, I wouldn't say he's my favorite. But if there's anybody who's a bigger homie to Shepard throughout the three games, I feel like it's it's Garrus. He's he's there with you from like basically the start. And he's with you through all three games, so I think he gets the 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 again. I could put any character from Mass Effect in here, basically, because they're all so mm -hmm. good. Like my personal favorites are like you know uh, Rex and Tally and and Thane, but like I feel like Garrus really 
again, he's just a big part of the trilogy, and and he's just a big homie to Shepard. That like, it, it's hard not to have him in here. So, I uh, I went with him. But again, I could I could have thrown in a bunch of other Mass Effect characters. That's the problem with those games, man. There's so many good like companions, dude. It's like hard to choose. But but yeah, I I ultimately settled on uh, Garrus. So yeah, he's a he's he's a, he's a good he's a good one. He's a good guy. Absolutely. Who is your number three, Josh? My number three is Sadie Adler from Red Dead Redemption 2. Sadie is a fucking badass lady that I, from the moment you meet her, I love her fucking, she has got spunk, she has got strength that a lot of characters don't. She's no nonsense, she doesn't take shit off anybody, and she can handle a goddamn gun with the best of them. Love Sadie Adler, yes, uh, Mrs. Adler, and goddamn, I had to put her on the list. I had to. And she's close to the you. top, even though I rank, it's not really ranking. But what I thought was like, if this was a top three character, absolutely Sadie is on there. So so that is who my number three is. How about you, sir? My number three is going to be a character from another Bioware game. Uh... The droid HK-47. Uh, I, I was thinking of all the KOTOR companions and who I could throw in here. Because, again, I don't want to make it all KOTOR or Mass Effect or, you know, from the same game. So, so I kind of just settled on one from each. Mm-hmm. So I decided on HK for, for the KOTOR series. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's your assassin droid. Dude, bro, like, and he's, you know, hilarious and, and, and just... To this day, my favorite droid in all of Star Wars. Uh, and yeah, I I, uh, I just I just love HK man. I, I I can't wait for the day until they they bring back into canon and all that. And, and just he's just such such a good companion. Like anytime, whenever you get him, I kind of just like keep him in my. Like I I'm the type of person that likes to rotate like the companions, kind of depending on what's going on. But man, it's hard to not have Basil and NHK. So those that's like my go-to uh, in you. that game. So yeah, HK. Forty-seven. If, uh, if the day ever comes where we see a live-action HK, oh bro, man, I'll cry. I'll fucking I'll squall like a baby. I mean, I just I just <laughs> I just rewatched Rogue One the other day because we we're getting ready for oh. Andor, right? And and dude, seeing those hammerheads again, oh, Bro. dude, ram into the starter right now. That's so cool, dude. When I saw Every those time. in the theater, I to- I told you this. I fucking got tears in my eyes when I saw those in the theater. It meant so much to see those on the big screen because of what those ships mean to me. Um, yeah, it was it was so cool, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my number three. Uh, who's your number two, Josh? My number two is a certain meatbag killing droid named HK47. Well, Uh, well, that's kind of funny. Look at that. I I had him on the list. Uh, He is obviously always going to be on here. He's hilarious, but he's full of deep wisdom. He defines what love truly is at moments that are just in some of the funniest conversations you can have. It just he's absolutely one of the coolest companions ever in a game has a great voice great catchphrases like I told DT like if I ever see him in in fucking live action in something I will I will cry like a fucking baby and I will not be ashamed I will be a man and I will cry when I see that thing from my childhood and I love HK like so much so that's my number two HK 47 how about you DT. 
Funny that you should have uh, uh, HK as your next one, because guess who my next one is? What you got? It is Miss Sadie, Miss Sadie Adler from Red Dead yeah. Redemption Two. Because how could you not have Sadie in your list? She's so cool, man. Again, you could have if you're play, if you're talking about Red Dead Two, you could have had John Marston or, or or Sadie or Charles or whoever. But I just feel like Sadie is such a good like. Mm-hmm. She's with you like. This is going to be a bit of spoilers for Red Dead 2, but she's there with you when you play as Arthur, and she's there with you when you play as John. So I, it's like she's there from like start to finish, basically, and you get to see her evolve as a character, man. Like She starts off as like a woman like who lost her husband and is like in, in distress and all that, and she, she turns into a badass lady who takes no shit from nobody, and it's just, you know, everything that Josh said earlier as well. Like She's just such a fantastic character. I love her. She's one of my favorite video game characters and companions and all that. So, uh, yeah, I just, I, I really, I love her. She's, she's fucking great. She's amazing. Hell yeah, dude. And so here we are, Josh. Number one, what's your, uh, who takes top, top spot of your list here for top uh, spot? Video game there is no shepherd without Vakarian, and Garrus Vakarian's at there the number one. He is your homie throughout the entire Mass Effect series, culminating in some of the best moments in three, in, in two, in one. Like, Garrus is absolutely your best friend, has some of the greatest lines in the series. Um, from shooting bottles on top of the Citadel to fucking just hanging out and having drinks and, and, and shitting, shooting the shit in the fucking Citadel DLC. Like, he truly. It truly is true that there is no Shepard without Vicarian. You gotta have Garrus Vicarian, character that grows and changes over three games, is with you every step of the way. There's never a moment of doubt for Vic- for Garrus to be with Shepard and help them out. So I had to put him at number one. I love Garrus. I will always love that character. Uh, and one of the most badass Turian CSEC officers ever. So who do you got, DT? It's your number one. Yeah, no, it's. I just think it's funny how we had a lot of the same characters, just in like different spots of the list, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But for my number one, I have Atreus from God of War 2018. He is has to be like, in terms of like gameplay, the best like AI companion I've ever had. Like he he will like, like if any of the games that I've played, like Atreus does like he he, he just he fucks shit up without you and him. Without you telling him to, he'll like really help out during certain fights and whatnot. And he's just, yeah, I mean, it's just interesting, you know. And then like him being Kratos' son, story-wise and all that, like you know, with what you find out and in, in, in the in the game itself once you play through it and all that, it's just to me, he is like one of the best AI companions in in, in any video game. So, um, yeah, I I he definitely had to. Had to be in here when I when I came up with his list, he was like the first one that came to mind because I, I just like I said I couldn't remember like of all the games like where's a, a companion that like you need like when it because you know when you play games sometimes and you get into a fight and your companions will like not really like they'll just stand around when you're in a fight or you know do dumb shit while you're doing something else. Atreus mm-hmm. is the opposite of that. He will like you know, go into action with you and like you know help you out and and actually take enemies out and it's not just fighting and not doing anything like he actually fights and and takes down enemies and stuff and it's 
yeah, he's really good in that regard. So, yeah, yeah, dude, Atreus from from God of War twenty eighteen, awesome companion to have in a game. Uh, so yeah, he was he was like the first one that came to mind for me. So that's why I have him at the top. Which again, that's how I came up with this list. Just it's not really no really particular order, just in the order that I came up with them with. So mm-hmm. I thought of one number one, next one number two. So that's why that's the way it is. But anyway, that's our list, man. It's very interesting. Obviously, we might have gotten into this a little bit more detailed uh, if we had time, but uh, Josh ain't feeling too hot right now, so we're gonna try to, it's, you know, we we just went through it. So so there you go, guys. That's yeah. those are our list. My migraines are weird, guys. What what it is? I just want to explain pe- to people out there what it is because it, yeah, it happens it, to me frequently. It. Is like what happens is I get ocular migraines on occasions, guys. It's very rare uh, for me, and. Basically, what it means is I have issues with, with like, like a lack of blood flow behind the eyes, kind of how it starts usually, and they come and go as they please, and it, it's it's usually not too bad, and it's nothing that's permanent, but I get blind spots usually in this eye, um, so like I'm moving my hand around and I can't really see it, like I know it's I know it's there, I can see it with this eye, um, and I can see like it's kind of moving a little bit, but I don't have like good focus on it. Um, and the first time it ever happened to me, it was terrifying. I thought like, oh, yeah, God, I've I had a imagine. stroke and I'm going to die. That is not what happens. It is nothing that is permanent. Um, it is completely fine. It just means I'm going to have a headache soon, which means I need to go take some meds for it. Um, but I wanted to finish the show. And and I don't want to freak out on, on streams. And it can be a little freaky outy a little bit. It's a little strange. So I see kind of like flashing colors in it as well. It's not bad. I just will end up closing my eyes a lot and like rubbing them. It'll be over with soon. It's not a big deal. Nothing to be really worried about. It's just I know there's a headache coming and I need honestly, it could have been triggered by the fact that I have lights on like right in my face. You know, it's it can be triggered by any of that stuff. So it's a little weird. It's nothing to be worried about. I'm completely fine. It's just it's a little free. It just freaks you out a little bit, especially if it's the first time that it ever happens to you. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'll, I'm gonna hop off here, go take some meds. We're gonna do our, our shout outs and our goodbyes. DT, I'm gonna throw her up over to you. You are up, my friend. Yeah. So thanks for watching, everybody. We appreciate you guys for watching or listening or however you choose to uh, check out the podcast. We appreciate your support. As always, we'll be back next week for the next episode. Um, coming up for me. I'm going to be doing some more uh, Elden Ring. I got videos going up on YouTube right now with the playthrough, so I'm gonna, I'm continuing to play it. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be it for the for on stream for the foreseeable future, you know, until we kind of get through it or, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I, I get like I'm like done with the game or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to play more Fortnite. Uh, maybe maybe on stream. I don't know. Definitely off stream though. But yeah. Uh, thanks for watching. We'll see you guys next time. See you later. Bye bye. All right, guys. It is my turn to say my goodbyes. I'm gonna get through it as quick as I can. Make sure to check out all the stuff over there. I'll check out all the links. Um, I make and sell dice. If you want to check out the dice and stuff, I make. Check out 902 Dice Creations on Instagram. Check out 902 Dice Creations on TikTok. And as well, if you want to buy any of my dice, 902 Dice Creations on Etsy. You can go on there and buy some dice from me. And help. And plus, anything I make supports the stream as well. So, 
Um, if you like what DT and I do here on the stream, make sure to follow it. Um, follow the stream. Make sure to subscribe to DT's YouTube channel if you're watching this on his YouTube. Um, we appreciate all the support that you guys can give us and things of that nature. Uh, that is going to do it for this episode. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Thank you for supporting us. Sorry for rushing through part two a little bit, but the migraine thing is... It's got it's a beast of its own design. If you've ever had one, it is truly a fucking villain sometimes. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, and last, uh, I'm going to shout out the person that followed earlier, Impact's channel. Thank you for the follow, my friend. Appreciate you giving us a follow here on the Josh 902, 902 channel uh, for the Clockwork Cantina. We appreciate you, and we will see you all next week. Take it easy, and bye bye